0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Ross, we're brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over on your game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone and to join the SGPN group, And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Thursday evening, 620 on the East Coast. Here to break down the Friday schedule in the MLB. And here joining me to help me break down all the games on Friday. My main man on the East Coast, Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you feeling, buddy?
1: Hey, what's going on? It's good. I'm feeling good. Good to be back. I feel like I haven't been on the pod for a while, but good. Uh, got got my lock of the day, cashed early. Uh, it was a stressful one. The Dodgers, they didn't come out hot with the White Sox, but... They had a nice top of the fifth inning. They went – they get my first five through.
0: Yeah, that was a little bit sweaty. I was watching that game. I had the first uh, first five innings over four and a half in that game. And uh, it, it was it was sweaty for no reason because they scored, I think, like – they had like ten runs, I think, I want to say, by the end of the fifth. But large part due to that was uh, for the fourth inning by the White Sox. And I think the – what, the Dodgers came back with six in the top of the fifth, I think. Um, yeah. but yeah, they got your cash, your lock of the day cash there. And then I got my over four and a half. I had a personal bet that I did have. So good way. Good day to start the day so far. So, uh, like I mentioned, we'll be, we're here to talk about the Friday games and let's just kick it right off Dylan into this Friday schedule with the first game on the board is going to be the Arizona diamondbacks headed to Philly to take on the Philadelphia Phillies Eastern start. The pitchers are going to be Zach Gallen for the Arizona Diamondbacks and Kyle Gibson for the Philadelphia Phillies. Currently seeing an opening line for this game. Minus 135 for the Philadelphia Phillies, plus 115 for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Over-under is set at 8 with minus 120 juice on the over run line. Minus 1.5 for the Phillies is plus 160. And on the take-back price for the Diamondbacks, Plus one and a half, minus one ninety. Dylan, I'll let you uh, let you leave this one off with the Phillies and the Diamondbacks, man. What do you got for us?
1: Yeah, so the Phillies are on a nice five-game winning streak, but uh, I like the Snakes here. I like Gallen for the D-backs. He's been good on the road, 2.111 ERA, only five runs given up in 21 innings, and batters are only hitting a buck eighty-seven off him. Besides his last start on the road against the Pirates, he's been lights out. So with Kyle Gibson, he's allowed two or more run- runs in his last four starts at home. So I think Gallen will be able to limit the Phillies' bats tomorrow. So give me the Snakes here on the money line. I got him at plus 116.
0: Yeah uh that guy like you mentioned he's been absolutely fantastic this year so far for the uh Arizona Diamondbacks um lights out on the road like you mentioned. Uh Phillies did get the victory today over the Brewers 8 to 3 in that game um and now they are traveling back home to take on this Arizona Diamondbacks team and um I like what I've seen from Zach Gallon, like you mentioned. Kyle Gibson so far this year, three and two with a four point four zero ERA, one point two seven. He did get tagged for five earned runs against the LA Angels in his last start, um, and he's given up at least two earned runs in every single one of his starts over the last, I believe, six. Um, and at home so far this year, he has a three point four eight ERA with the WHIP of below one, three and one so far this year at home but i feel like i trust gallon more here in the situation like the plus price with him i agree with you here slight lean towards the under in this game as well uh dylan do you have anything on the total
1: for this game so right now i set my total at 7.6 so i do agree with the eight under
0: all right there we go so first game agreement on the arizona diamondbacks against the red hot phillies uh on this uh friday schedule all right next game on the board I am seeing the Chicago Cubs headed to Yankee Stadium to take on the New York Yankees. 7.05 Eastern start. I think probable pitchers for the Chicago Cubs is going to be Wade Miley and for the New York Yankees, Louis Severino. Opening lines for this game, I see, is going to be a heavy, heavy favorite for the New York Yankees, minus 250, and a $2 underdog for the Chicago Cubs, plus 200. Over-under in this game? Set at eight and a half with a little bit of juice towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, minus 120 for the New York Yankees. Uh, and Wade, Miley, and the Cubs are plus one and a half uh, on the run line at even money. Um, Severino has been pretty solid so far this year, uh, Dylan. He has a 2.95 ERA overall, a whip of exactly one at home. Been slightly better with a 2.48 ERA and a whip of below one at 0.95. Wade Miley. Been great at Wrigley Field. He's gotten a little bit of trouble on the road. He has an ERA of nine with a 3.33 uh, whip. Looking deeper into the starts for Wade Miley, like I mentioned, uh, he is actually coming off of the uh, IL for the Cubs. He was on there for about 15 days with a shoulder issue. In his last uh, – yes, this will be his fourth start of the season. and He's given up a total of six runs in about uh, 16 innings pitched. He had a great outing against the Pittsburgh Pirates back on May 16th, allowed one hit over seven innings and no earned runs allowed. But other than that, against the Diamondbacks, he allowed three. Against San Diego in San Diego, he gave up three in just three innings. So that's why that road ERA is a little bit inflated, maybe a a little misleading. But Luis Severino, like I mentioned, he's been great. This pitching staff for the Yankees has been great so far this season. He's coming off a stellar performance against the detroit tigers where he threw seven shutout innings and only allowed one hit did strike out 10 and they're letting him go a little bit longer these games i know early in the season dylan that they were kind of uh, watching severino's uh pitch count and his innings pitch but over his last four starts he's gone at least six innings in every single one of those starts and he's gone seven innings in two out of the last four starts i like what i'm seeing from severino um I'm going to back him here on the run line. Give me the minus 1.5, minus 120 price on the Yankees run line here against the Cubs, Dylan. What do you got?
1: Yeah, Yankees minus 1.5. I'll keep this one short and sweet. Like you said, Severino, he's been great at home. They've been letting him go uh, a little longer in games, which you like to see. He's undefeated while Wade Miley, he's only making his fourth start of the season, mm-hmm. only second on the road. You still want to gather a little more data before you back a guy like that, especially going up against a good ball club like the Yankees. I don't think this is a good spot for him, especially since the Cubs are struggling right now. I think the Yankees roll him. So give me the Yankees run line here. I got it at minus 105. I like him up to a minus 115.
0: There we go. All right, next game on the board, it's going to be the Milwaukee Brewers headed to the nation's capital to take on the Washington Nationals at 7.05 Eastern start. Aaron Ashby on the mound for the Milwaukee Brewers. Eric Fetty on the mound for the Washington Nationals. Looking at the opening line for this game, minus 150 for the Milwaukee Brewers, a road favorite, and the Washington Nationals, a home underdog, plus 130 on the money line. Over-under set at 8.5 with a little bit of juice towards the over at minus 115. On the run line, Brewers minus one and a half, plus one ten, and the Washington Nationals plus one and a half, minus one thirty. Uh, Dylan, I'll lead you uh, lead this one off. Aaron Ashby against Eric Fetty.
1: I promise this is the only one of the slate, but this one was really hard to cap. No real official play. I'll be staying off this one. Uh, Ashby just doesn't have real real uh, data I could use or any history against the Nationals. Only went one inning this year against them. Shook out one batter, but I don't want to back this team either right now. They're, both teams are really struggling, but... I guess if you had to play this game, I would look towards the Brewers on the run line. you got to think they're just going to snap out of this losing streak sometime. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't need any sort of a plus price. And at win bet, I see even money on the Brewers' run line. So I like that if you did have to play the game. And as for the total, I set it at 8.4. So small lean towards the under.
0: Yeah, fetty has been really bad over his last two starts uh, for the uh, Washington Nationals. Uh, They've both been on the road He's given he's gone about six innings combined over his last two starts, and he's given up 10 earned runs in that span for the um, Washington Nationals. He faced the New York Mets on May 30th and last week against the Cincinnati Reds, where he did get roughed up. So he's been slightly better at home. Uh, sorry, uh, he's actually been bad on the at, at home. He has an ERA of five point zero nine and a whip of one point five two. So not a pitcher I want to get behind. Like you mentioned, Aaron Ashby, they pr- really promoted him out of. The bullpen uh this season he's made uh, i think he's made what this is third start uh no fourth start for uh aaron ashby um yeah i i, I don't have a leaner either way maybe a strikeout prop for aaron ashby he's had nine strikeouts his last start 12 against the uh since sorry the chicago cubs other than that, again, if you had to make me pick, I would probably uh, agree with you, Dylan, all the Brewers here. Maybe a team total for the Brewers as well. Uh, at some point, you would think that the offense at, at, has to break out. Uh, maybe they could do that against the Washington Nationals on the road. Um you have anything else for this game, Dylan, for you to the next one?
1: Yeah, it's just a really tough one to have. I, I would say the best advice, if you're not really sure, confident about a play, is don't play the game.
0: Yeah, the uh, the bookmakers are – Required, I guess not required, but maybe, yeah, they do put out the lines and the betters have the best option to either pass the game or not uh, pass the game and not bet it at all. So I think that's the advantage I guess we have as betters. But let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the Oakland A's taking on the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, 7-10 Eastern start. On the mound is going to be Paul Blackburn for the Oakland A's and Tristan McKenzie on the mound for the Cleveland Guardians. Looking at the line for this game, I'm currently seeing the Cleveland Guardians, a heavy home favorite, minus 170 on the money line, plus 150 for Paul Blackburn. Over under set at eight. Uh, A little juice towards the under at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Cleveland Guardians and plus one and a half, minus 135 for the Oakland A's. Dylan, are we gonna getting back on the uh, Paul Blackburn train here? Because he has struggled over his last two starts here, man. He's given up four earned runs over his last two starts, which is against the uh, Houston Astros and the Boston Red Sox. And they were both at home. But on the road so far this year, Dylan, 4-0 with a 1.14 ERA, a 0.98 whip on the road. Are you back on the Paul Blackburn train here?
1: Yeah, sorry, Moon, off. Two two pods in a row that I'm going <laughs> to be fake. I can't do it. Uh, give me the Guardians. Actually, on the run line at plus 130, any sort of a plus price is good value for me on the run line. I'm a big fan of Tristan McKenzie, especially at home. He's only allowed three runs in 10 innings. This is his third start at home, surprisingly. Uh, mm-hmm. I just can't get behind this ace team right now. They have one win in their last 10 games, worse than the league in batting average slugging percentage. Two runs or fewer in five straight games. Even if Blackburn does have a bounce back game and comes out with his A game, I don't think he'll have the bats to give him any support. So, at, at this uh, big plus price, with the way the Guardians are playing right now, they swept the A's the last series. I expect a similar result. So, at plus one thirty, give me the Guardians on the run line.
0: Yeah. And everything you just said kind of leads me towards taking the under this game. Um, yeah. You know, you mentioned with the Oakland A's, their offense hasn't been very good. We, we've seen um, Paul Blackburn. He's been really good on the road and, you know, maybe he can't limit the Cleveland guardian bats. And again, you mentioned uh, Tristan McKenzie. It's crazy to see that he's had four of his last five starts and six of his last seven starts overall, all have been on the road. He's only pitched like you mentioned, they in 10 innings at home. So no, I think I have faith in as well here, but I think I more likely like the under eight in this game uh, between these two pitchers. Again, can't trust the offense of the Oakland A's. And Paul Blackburn has shown the potential to shut down offenses, especially on the road. So that kind of just leads me to take the under eight in this game. All right, before we keep it rolling along here, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. Uh, make sure to get down on wins bet $50 to win $100, $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus two great promotions they have right now. Number one, the ultimate fantasy football experience bet $500 or more on sports or in the casino before July 31st, 2022, and get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore beach club, including a two night stay at Win resorts for you and your entire league, multiple entries allowed. And also, Party with DJ Diesel! All users can bet one hundred dollars on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend DJ Diesel, of course that's shack performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit winnbet.com to get started today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older or present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Dylan, let's keep the ball rolling here, my man. The next game on the board, we have the Toronto Blue Jays headed to Detroit to take on the Tigers. 7-10 Eastern start. I'm looking at pictures of Jose Berrios for the Toronto Blue Jays and Elvin Rodriguez for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Looking at the line for this game, um, the sorry the Toronto Blue Jays are heavy road favorites here. Minus 190 on the money line, plus 160 on the money line for the Detroit Tigers as a home underdog. Over-under set at uh, 8.5, minus 120 towards the over run line. Minus 1.5, minus 120 for the Toronto Blue Jays. And the Tigers on the run line are plus 1.5 at even money. Um, looking at these two pitchers, um, Birrios, 5-2-4 ERA overall with a whip of 1.14. He's been really bad on the road so far this season with a 7.28 ERA, a whip of 1.58. And on the mound uh, for the Detroit Tigers, Elvin Rodriguez, not much uh, better for him, 10.13 ERA Sorry, with a 1.69 whip at home, a 5.4 ERA. The whip is a little bit more respectable at home where it's 1.05. But kind of looking at these two pitchers, um, I'll start with Jose Berrios and kind of digger uh, dig deeper into what he's kind of been doing over his past couple starts. Over his last three starts, It's it's kind of been – uh, Herky Jerky for him. He's had three. Uh, he gave up three earned runs to the St. Louis Cardinals on the road. Six earned runs to the L. A. Angels in his last start. He was pretty solid. Thirteen strikeouts against the Minnesota Twins uh, in seven innings, where he only allowed three hits and two earned runs. He hasn't faced the Detroit Tigers so far this season. So again, kind of some inconsistencies from Jose Burrios so far this year. Elvin Rodriguez, like I mentioned. He gets the start for the Detroit Tigers. um, 0 1 so far this season, 10.13 ERA, like I mentioned. He got hit for 10 earned runs in his last start. Yeah, 10 earned runs in his last start against the New York Yankees. Four and one thirds of an inning pitch. He allowed four home runs in that game. Walked two guys. Not very pretty for him. Um, He's, like I said, he's been good at home. His first start or his appearance, he was against the uh, Chicago White Sox where he did give up four earned runs. He did have a good outing against the Cleveland Guardians. Four shutout innings, only allowed two hits. But I'm not sure I can trust him here, Dylan, especially with an offense like the Detroit Blue Jays who seems to be clicking right now. And now they go up against a pitcher who's coming off a game where he allowed 10 earned runs. So I'm leaning with the Blue Jays' run line here. I like probably like their team total in this game as well. Can you talk me out of fading Elvin Rodriguez here?
1: No, not at all. It's a little chalky as well, but I'm going with the Blue Jays run line as well. I got it at a minus one twenty. I like them up to a minus one thirty on the run line. I know Brias isn't hasn't been the best on the road, but against the Tigers, I think he could have some success. Besides the A's, the Tigers are I think are the second worst hitting team. They they have scored just five runs once in the last five games, and I think they'll need a lot more than that to Even be competitive against his Blue Jay team. the The Blue Jays have scored thirty seven runs in the last seven games. So I agree, Mm one hundred percent on the team total. Maybe you could get a four and a half, even five. I like it over. I think they'll win by more than two. So I'm, I'm one hundred percent aligned with you. Blue Jays team total over, and I like the Blue Jays on the run line. All right, there
0: we go. Agreement on this game between the Blue Jays and the Detroit Tigers. Next game on the board is going to be the Pittsburgh Pirates visiting the Atlanta Braves. Currently seeing uh, the start time for this game, 720 Eastern between Contreras on the mound for the Pittsburgh Pirates and Spencer Strider for the Atlanta Braves. Looking at an opening line for this game, it's going to be a heavy favorite for the Atlanta Braves, minus 220 uh, on the money line, plus 180 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Over under a set at 8.5 with minus 120 juice towards the over. Run line minus 1.5, minus 105 for the Atlanta Braves and plus 1.5, minus 115 for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Dylan, I'll let you leave this one off, my man.
1: Yeah, give me the Braves minus one and a half. I feel like I'm taking a lot of run lines today, but I was able to get it at a plus one ten. Uh right now I see a minus one oh five, minus one ten. Do shop around, but I like them still with laying the short price. Uh, The Braves, they're just a better team right now. Contreras has pitched well, but the Pirates have lost every start he's made on the road. I can't get behind the Pirates on the road, especially while the Braves are red hot. They've won five in a row, eight of the last ten. So I think they keep it rolling against the Pirates. So give me the Braves here at home, minus one and a half.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything that you just said there. Um, again, uh, Pirates, they could probably steal one here. Maybe that's going to be tonight against Max Freed on uh, Thursday evening. But um, this is a picture that I can't get behind right now for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, he does have great numbers uh, overall, but his road ERA is at 4.66 with a 1.14 whip. Um, and, and Spencer uh, Spencer Strider, I'm sorry, Overall, ERA 2.76. I think he can be better, um, especially at home where he has an inflated ERA at 4.15. But um, I think that you know, going up against a lineup like the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think that you know he, he can get some – he can bring that ERA down for sure, especially at home. So I'm going to back the Atlanta Braves here with you as well. Um, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the Baltimore Orioles in Kansas City to take on the Royals. It's 8-10 Eastern start. Uh, between these two squads, squads Bruce Zimmerman on the mound for the Baltimore Orioles and Jonathan uh Hazley is that am I saying that right for the Kansas City Royals looking at the line for this game the Kansas City Royals are favored minus 115 at home minus 105 for the Baltimore Orioles over under set at nine and a half minus 115 uh, run line is minus one and a half plus 150 for the Baltimore Orioles. Plus one and a half, minus one seventy for the Kansas City Royals. Um, I'll leave this one off here, Dylan. Uh, both these pitchers not not very pretty. They both have ERAs above four. Zimmerman four point eight seven on the road. He has a five point seven four ERA with a WHIP of one point three nine. Uh, Jonathan Hazley uh, four point six two ERA ERA at home four point nine one with a one point four five WHIP. Um, digging deeper into these pitchers, I'll start with um Bruce Zimmerman here, left handed pitcher, two and four on the season so far. Last start, not pretty against the Cleveland Guardians, did allow five earned runs um, to them in a five and two thirds innings over his last four starts. Dylan, he's given up at least four earned runs in every single one of those games. He mm. faced the Yankees twice, he faced a Boston Red Sox, and he faced the Guardians. Um, he doesn't have any history against the Baltimore Orioles this season. Uh, I'm sorry, against the Kansas City Royals. He, actually, he does. I'm sorry. He faced them back on May 8th, where he went six innings and did give up two earned runs in that game, five hits. He did get the uh, win in that game, but over his, his recently hasn't been very pretty for Bruce Zimmerman. Um, Jonathan Hazley. Winless at home, he did have a quality start in his last start, which was against the Houston Astros. He did go six innings, but four straight games here, Dylan. He's allowed three earned runs to the opposing team. Hasn't faced the Baltimore Orioles this season. Um, I kind of like the first five over in this game between these two squads, between the Royals and the Orioles, if you can probably find that number at five. Um, But this is a game where I can't get behind either one of these pitchers here, Dylan. But what do you got?
1: Yeah, for me, I actually made the Orioles a minus 110 favorite. So even money, I'll take a shot with the birds. Uh, Zimmerman, he hasn't pitched the best this year, but he has had success against this Royal team. Last time out, he went six innings, just gave up two runs, zero walks. And for the Royals, they've lost five starts that Hensley has made. They're two and eight in their last 10. The Orioles should win this one. at Plus money, even money, I think I'll take the better team in the birds. So give me the Orioles here on the money line.
0: Yeah. I wanted to take the birds as well, but I just can't trust them on the road. Um, you know, yeah. their home and road, uh, you know, a split has been crazy. And um, I mean, yeah, you had the better picture. I, I also believe that. Um, but again, that recent form just kind of uh, scares me here a little bit. And I feel like at some point the Royals bats are going to are, are going to break out. So um, I'll stick with the first five over in this game. But Dylan does like the uh, birds, the Baltimore Orioles in this game uh, between the Royals and the Orioles. Yeah. Um, Before we get to the next game of the night, let me tell you guys about Sleeper, the new sponsor on the SGPN network. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, and we at SGPN use it for hours. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper, too, by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First in any sport. Choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason we're excited about uh, Over-Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their Over-Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your mobile device, join our listener group as well at sleeper.com slash SGP. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100 on your very first deposit, like I mentioned. So join our squad and get that 100%, 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of details for, for details. All right, Dylan, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be a maybe a pitching duel here between the Miami Marlins and the Houston Astros. 8-10 Eastern start in this game. Pablo Lopez on the mound for the Miami Marlins. Luis Garcia on the mound for the Houston Astros. Currently seeing the opening line for this game. The Houston Astros are favored minus 150. At home, plus 130 on the road uh, underdog price for the Miami Marlins. Over under is set at eight, with juice towards the under at minus 120. Run line, minus one and a half, plus 150 for the Houston Astros, and plus one and a half, minus 170 for the Miami Marlins. Dylan, I'll let you lead this one off the Marlins with Pablo Lopez and Luis Garcia for the Astros.
1: Yeah, I grabbed the opening line of the Marlins at plus 150. I said this a few weeks ago, but the odds in the Marlins games always move about 20 to 30 cents. So if you do like them, I think you got to jump on the line because it will change, especially when Pablo Lopez is on the mound. It is Pablo Lopez day and this is I think we're getting a really good underdog price, so I got to back him. Lopez, he's been terrific on the road. 1.41 ERA, just five runs given up in 32 innings. I just worry if the Marlins can give him any run support because if they can give him three, four runs, I think th- they win this game because Garcia, he's not the same pitcher that he is on on the road than he is at home. So, at plus one fifty, at plus one thirty, right it is right now, I still like them. If it's to mine if it's the plus one twenty or gets lower, I would worry then I would go back on the Astros. shows. But at a nice plus price, I think you got it back to fish.
0: Yeah, I agree with these one hundred percent. I think that I really like this as a dog, and, and we kind of take a look at the, the home and roads, but it's like you mentioned for Luis Garcia, four point one eight ERA at home. The whip is below one, which means he's probably just giving up the long ball at home. Uh, and on the road he's really been good at with a ERA of 2.25 with a 1.09 whip um he is 1 in 3 on the road but i feel like this is going to be a game where i think you're right where we see maybe a a 3-2 victory for the Miami Marlins or i think the value is there with Pablo Lopez on the mound uh like you mentioned he's been absolutely spectacular on the road with the ERA of 1.14 a whip of .97 he does have two wins on the road so far this season so I think there's always a the potential for him to you know, really slow down or, or try to contain this um, Astros offense. And Astros are one of the teams at home, this, Dylan, that are, are um, a good pick towards the under. I do like the under in this game as well. Trying to pull up the numbers for the Astros at home. Yeah, they are 16 and – sorry, yeah, 16 and 7 towards the under at close to 70% for um, the total. And the Miami Marlins on the road – uh, let's see here, uh, 15 and 11, 57.7% towards the under in their road game. So I'll co-sign this with you, Miami Marlins money line and the total under, I uh, believe I said eight. Yeah. Do you have – what's your numbers for this uh, game on the total, Dylan?
1: Yeah, I love the under. I set it at 7.1.
0: Yeah, beautiful. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the Tampa Bay Rays visiting the Minnesota Twins at eight ten Eastern start. Drew Rasmussen on the mound for the Tampa Bay Rays. Devin Smeltzer on the mound for the Minnesota Twins. Looking at the opening line for this game, I'm seeing the Tampa Bay Rays as a road favorite of minus 120. Minnesota Twins are even money at home. Over under is set at 8, minus 120 towards the over. Run line is plus 1.5, minus 165 for the Minnesota Twins, minus 1.5, plus 145 for the Tampa Bay Rays. Dylan, what do you got for this game?
1: Yeah, good pitching matchup here in this one. I did make the Rays a minus 130 favorite. So at a minus 110 over at Wynn, I like that. I think we're getting great value here with the Rays. I think Rasmussen has a nice bounce back after his last start against the Rangers. And since the Twins as a team are struggling right now, I think we might see some regression from Smeltzer. I think we're getting a short price, so I think the Rays have the better bullpen as well, so coming off this series against the Yankees with the Twins, give me the Rays here on the road.
0: I think this is an interesting spot uh, for the Rays. You know, Rasmussen's uh, ERA is a little inflated at home. I know it's above five. Um, You know, Minnesota are going to get done with a, a grueling series against the Yankees. I know they have Garrett Cole on the mound tonight against them, and You know, this race team, I think, you know, over the past several years, Dylan, it's been just so underrated. They just find ways to win games. And um, I think this is a spot, like you mentioned, where, you know, Rasmussen can bounce back. He had a great outing against the Chicago White Sox uh, in his last start, seven shutout innings where he only allowed three hits to that offense. Um, You know, he has gotten a little bit of trouble on the road, like I mentioned, gave a 5 and runs to the Texas Rangers. But. That's really the only game where you know he got blown up on the road, so that's why the ERA is a little inflated. I'll trust him here against the Minnesota Twins. He hasn't faced them so far this season, but um, you know, for uh, Devin Smelter, he's two and zero so far with a one point nine three ERA. He did get allowed two earn runs in his last start against the uh, sorry the Toronto Blue Jays in a road start. This is going to be his third home start. And he's been absolutely fantastic as well. But I'll back the Rays here. I do like the under this game as well. What's your number for this game?
1: For this game, I set my line at uh, 7.8.
0: Okay, so that's right on the number there at 8. But I think, again, like we mentioned, a pretty good pitching matchup here between these two guys. All right, let's get over to the next game of the night. It's going to be the Texas Rangers headed to Chicago to take on the White Sox. Glenn Otto on the mound for the Texas Rangers. Davis Martin is what I'm seeing for the Chicago White Sox. I currently do not have a – actually, I do. I'm sorry. Uh, give me one second. It just showed up on my page. The Chicago White Sox are a minus 130 home favorite, plus 110 for the Texas Rangers, over under a set at 9 with juice towards the over at minus 115, minus one 1.5, plus 155 on the run line for the White Sox, and plus 1.5, minus 180 For the Texas Rangers, give you the pitching number here for both of these guys. Start with the Rangers pitcher, Glenn Otto, 4.24 ERA with a a 1.36 whip overall. Uh, He's been better on the road for the Texas Rangers, a 2.57 ERA with a whip of 1.1. Davis Martin for the um, Chicago White Sox is... Uh, 0-2 so far this year with a 4.35 ERA. This will be his third start of the season. His last start against the Tampa Bay Rays, he did not have a good outing. He allowed four earned runs of a five and a third, but his first start against the Kansas City Royals, he was absolutely fantastic. Five innings, five hits, only allowed one earned run, did strike out seven in that game. So not a lot of data for uh, Davis Martin here. Um, I really didn't have much for this game, Dylan. Uh, maybe you can sway me to one side, but what do you have for this game?
1: Yeah, I was able to grab the opening line of the White Sox minus 115. I see minus 130s out there, and I think that's still good value. I made the White Sox minus 145 favorite. I'm going to give Davis uh, Martin another shot. He is 0-2 in his first starts, but he's been able to go five innings in both starts. Walks are down, which are good to see. But I'm just not sold on Glenn Otto right now, and maybe I could be wrong, but I think he's been pitching way above what we're used to seeing. So I think we see some regression from him. And the White Sox backs have woken up a little bit as of late. They just scored seven runs against the Dodgers in a losing effort, but their bats have woken up. I think they could get some against Otto. Uh, I think at home they get the job done. So give me the south side on the money line.
0: All right, Chicago White Sox for Dylan against the – texas rangers all right let's get over to the next game of the night here dylan it's going to be cincinnati reds in a nl central division matchup against the st louis cardinals 8 15 eastern start Luis castillo on the mound for the cincinnati reds and andre uh god i'm gonna butcher this palanti palanti uh for the st louis cardinals uh, let's see if I have an opening line for this game. I do. It's going to be a minus 130 favorite for the St. Louis Cardinals plus 110 on the money line for the Cincinnati Reds uh, over under set at eight run line minus one and a half plus 170 for the St. Louis Cardinals and for the Cincinnati Reds on the run line plus one and a half minus 200. Definitely don't want to get behind that. But Luis Castillo so far, he's been um, he's just looking like he, was on the previous couple of years where we're used to seeing him being a top of the rotation talent, 3.55 ERA overall for Luis Castillo with a whip of 1.12 on the road so far this year, Dylan 2.65 ERA with a uh, whip of 0.94 right there. The one I like seeing that um, on the road, like I mentioned, he's been, he's been stellar. His last outing against the Washington nationals, I felt like that uh, their manager let him go a little too long because he was cruising in this game. I think he really gave up those runs in the uh, sixth inning, I believe. But against the Nationals, his last start, six in a third, six hits allowed, five, three earned runs, five runs overall. And then against the Red Sox in Fenway Park back on May 31st, he was absolutely brilliant. Six innings shutout baseball, only allowed one hit and struck out ten guys. He struck out at least six batters in three straight starts. For the Cincinnati Reds, not much information here for the um, starting pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, I, uh, Andre Pallante, um Or Pallante. I'm sure I'm butchering that. But I think he's a guy that's coming out of the bullpen for them. His last appearance was against the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Four innings allowed. Sorry, four innings pitched, four hits allowed, one earned run. You'd give him four walks in that game as well, two strikeouts. Um, but not much for me here on this game either, Dylan. I would probably lean with the dog with Luis uh, Castillo because he has been in good form uh, recently. But do you have anything for this game?
1: Yeah, I was actually on the opposite side. I, I was able to get the okay. opening line to Cardinals minus 115. I see a minus 130 right now. I made the Cardinals a minus 150 favorite. Uh, I trust Pallante. I, I think he's done a good job, like you said, coming out of the pen into that starting position. And with Castillo, I know you were saying he's in good form, but he had that one good game, but then that his last game, again, letting up three to four runs, something like that. So it's just very inconsistent for me to back him. It just comes down to whose bats I trust more, and I think that's the Cardinals at this point. At this short number, I think I just got to back the home team right now. Cardinals are really good at home, so give me the Cardinals at home.
0: All right. Uh, A little split here between myself and Dylan. He's on the Cardinals, and I'm on the Reds. All right, let's get over to the West Coast games, I believe. Uh, Yeah, we're going to kick it off here with the New York Mets. Continuing their West Coast trip, heading to L.A. to take on the Reeling Angels. Uh, 9.38 Eastern start for this game. I'm seeing Tyler McGill back for the uh, New York Mets. Michael Lorenzen on the mound for the uh, Los Angeles angels looking at the opening line for this game don't have one yet because the angels are still in action here on uh thursday evening uh but we'll just kind of talk through the pitchers here dylan i'll let you leave this one off it's just your team and we're seeing mcgill back
1: yeah i'm interested to see what we see in mcgill um we will be without pete alonzo and starling Marte. they both got hurt in that padre series so you gotta expect the Angels open up as a favorite, right? But yeah, with how, that, how, yeah,
0: yeah, with that losing streak, Dylan, I don't know, man.
1: I know, I know. I've I've faded them seven out of their last 12, 13, and especially with your Red Sox just squeaking by, they've won one nothing, two nothing, so. I mean if you get a nice plus price with the Mets I think you just got to back them and keep keep fading the Angels. So you would think that with with the difference between the Phillies and the Angels, it kind of lit a fire under their ass with the Phillies. They yeah. went on a nice winning streak. Their bats woke up a little bit. They they stopped making errors. With the Angels, it's actually the opposite. So I don't know. Last week they were 10 games above 500. Now they're under 500. hundred. They're just in a really bad spot. I know they're back home, but the Mets are just a better team right now. I think you got, if you're getting a nice plus price, you got to take the Mets.
0: I think there's a couple of different situations you can look at this. If Let's just say that they have Otani on the mound here tonight uh, and they get that monkey off of the back that, Hey, this losing streak is over. Now we can breathe a little bit. Um, do the Mets then come in and take advantage of that situation? Like maybe they're a little bit relaxed, the monkey's off the back, we into the winning streak, or maybe it sparks them. But I don't know, man. I think that if this number does come out at a plus price, I agree with you. i probably have to take the Mets here, Dylan. Um, even though if they're going to be without Marte and um, Pete Alonzo, I still think there's enough offensively with you know Francisco Lindor and the other guys in the offense where they can you know take it to uh, the uh, Los Angeles Angels here, and if they lose here tonight with Otani on the mound, I mean, that's probably your best pitcher right now. I mean, he's your best player as well, along there with Matt Trout. So if you if he can't get you out of this losing streak, I think it's just going to be more demoralizing. I think it's more of a mental thing for the uh, Angels at that point. I think that's something the Mets can capitalize on. I don't. That's just my opinion about this game, but no line yet. So I think we're both leaning here with the Mets if it is at a plus price here. um uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the evening. Three games left here to get through. We have the Colorado Rockies. <coughs> sorry, uh, to take on the San Diego Padres. 940 Eastern start. Uh, Chad Cool on the mound for the Colorado Rockies. Joe Musgrove on the mound for the San Diego Padres. Looking at the opening line for this game. San Diego Padres, a very heavy favorite. Minus 250 with Joe Musgrove on the mound. Plus 200 for the Colorado Rockies. Over under is set at seven. Uh the run line is both ways minus one ten, minus one and a half and plus one and a half for both of these teams. Uh, Dylan, I'll let you lead this one off here, man. Um, Chad Cool versus a red hot Joe Musgrove.
1: Yeah, give me the Padres run line here. I got it at minus one ten. I like them up to a minus one twenty on the run line. Don't want to be laying the money line price. Uh just two teams going in different directions. Padres, they've won four of the last five, while the Rockies, on the other hand, have lost four of the last five. The Padres, they're great at home, and with Musgrove on the mound, I'm very confident the Padres will be lasered in. He's only given up five runs in 26 innings at home this year. He's been able to go six innings plus in every one of his starts. This man is on a mission. He's been able to give them a nice length. And now getting a struggle Rockies team, I think this is a bad spot for them. On the road, like we always say, we want to back the Rockies at home and fade them on the road. So yep. I think this is a good spot to fade them. You're getting a nice, decent price with a much better pitcher, in my opinion. So give me the Padres on the run line at minus 110.
0: It's amazing to see what you just mentioned about Joe Musgrove, that he's gone at least six innings in every single one of starts. But I think the one thing that really stands out to me about Joe Musgrove is that he hasn't allowed more than two earned runs in any of his starts wow. so far this season. I know he did get the overall had five runs given up against the Cincinnati Reds, but I, when we look at earned runs and he hasn't given up more than two, uh, I think that's really amazing to see. And over his last three starts, he's allowed one earned run in 21 innings pitch, and now you have the Rockies coming into town, like we mentioned. I know they they were, they were did pretty good against the San Francisco Giants, but again, this, this Padres team right now is, is – is going in a different direction than are the uh, San Francisco Giants. And the offense is definitely better than the Giants. So I think that they can get to Chad Gould here a bit. So I'm going to co-sign it with you. Give me the Padres minus uh, minus one and a half, minus 110 on the run line against the Colorado Rockies. All right, uh, two games left here. Let's go to the first one. It's going to be the Boston Red Sox headed up to Seattle to take on the Mariners. Rich Hill on the mound for the Boston Red Sox. Marco Gonzalez on the mound for the Seattle Mariners. I believe this is another game where we don't have a line yet because the Red Sox are playing the angels in the uh, series finale here tonight. Um, so we can just kind of talk through the pictures here. Um, Rich Hill so far this season, 4.4 uh, ERA with a whip of 1.18 overall. Uh, he's been better at uh, on the road than he has been at home. 2.45 ERA on the road compared to 8.04 at home for uh, Rich Hill. His whip on the road so far is below one at 0.92. Marco Gonzalez, 3.59 with a whip of 1.34 overall at home so far this year. The numbers are pretty consistent on his splits. 3.64 ERA with a whip of 1.18. You know, (sighs) Red Sox, I think that I don't know how much I can take away from the series against the uh, Angels here because, again, the Angels are reeling here a little bit. you know, Rich Hill, is he a player that you can trust, a pitcher that you can trust? Sure. I mean, the ERA has been great at home so far – sorry, on the road so far this year. He's faced some pretty good offenses on the road. I know he's taken on uh, uh, the Tigers in his first start. He had Tampa Bay, Texas on the road. He faced the White Sox as well. Um, it's just an at home he's gotten into trouble. But he did face the Seattle team and Fenway Park where he did give up four earned runs and two innings pitched. So that kind of makes me nervous about it. Marco Gonzalez, on the other hand, uh, left-handed pitcher, 3-6 and so far this season, a 3.59 ERA, like I mentioned. His last start, he did allow three earned runs to the Texas Rangers. But his last two starts here, Dylan, he's gone at least seven innings in both of those starts where he's only allowed a combined five earned runs. Uh, Hasn't faced his Boston Red Sox teams this season um, but let me get your take on this game. I want to see how historically Marco Gonzalez has done against this Red Sox team, but what do you have for this game?
1: Yeah, I actually made the Mariners a minus 120 favorite at home. I think they just got to get the ball rolling. I know this Red Sox team is doing well, but the one thing that you mentioned, which is exactly why how I handicapped this game, uh, Rich Hill, even though he's been pretty good this year, his start against uh, Seattle, he was he didn't, he was only able to go two innings, gave up four runs on just six hits. So, just how has he done uh, at home? He at home he has an eight forty ERA on the road. He's much better with a two four five ERA. So tricky situation, but I think depending on what we get, if we get Mariners open up as a big favorite, we get a nice plus price with the Red Sox. I can see myself on them. I did make the Mariners a, a short favorite though
0: yeah in his last three appearances against the seattle mariners this is rich hill he's allowed four earned runs in every single one of those starts this makes uh uh, dates back to 2018 when he was with the dodgers in seattle he gave up four earned runs last season against uh the mariners when he was with the tampa bay rays allowed four earned runs in seattle and then earlier this year he gave up four as well so it just kind of seems like the Mariners kind of have his number here. Again, depending on the price and what it comes out to, I'd probably lean with the Mariners here. Maybe look at their team total in this game as well. Um, yeah, I, yeah that, that's what I have for this game. But did you have anything else for this game, uh, Dylan?
1: No, I was just going to see how the Mariners hit at hit lefties. Do you know off the top of your head? I'm trying uh, to look at it real let quick. Let me see
0: if I can find that here. Let's see. MLB batting average against left-handed uh, pitchers, uh, Mariners are currently uh, – I don't have it in front
1: of me. I... They're, they're 20th. They're okay. like middle of the pack. They hit 220, so not too bad. But like you said, uh recent history, Mariners, they've been able to jump on Rich Hill. So give me the Mariners here. I, I think they open up as the favorite.
0: Yeah, they are batting 220. I kind of want to see what their OPS is. Uh, against left-handed pitching Um, yeah it's probably in that same range where they are around 220 against left-handed pitching but again i just feel like they have that advantage right now over rich hill so i'll back the Mariners here depending on the price where it comes out to again good reminder to check our picks on tally site with the uh games that don't have lines right now all right uh dylan last game of the night los angeles dodgers headed to san francisco to take on the giants this uh, series is always uh, always a rivalry. We always hear about the crazy fan fights and stuff like that, especially in San Francisco. But this is going to be a ten fifteen Eastern start. Walker Bueller on the mound for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Jacob Junis for the uh, for the San Francisco Giants. I'll let you leave this one off here. Uh, Dylan Bueller versus Junis. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't read the lines out here. Let me see if we have it. Uh, no lines yet.
1: Yeah, no lines yet, but I would imagine the Dodgers open up as the favorite just because bookmakers love the Dodgers. Uh, But if you get it, I made the Dodgers only a minus 135 favorite because Walker Buehler hasn't been himself. We saw last outing, he didn't even make it through the second inning against the Mets. He gave up five runs. He only struck out three batters. And even if you look past that against the Pittsburgh Pirates, yeah, he went six innings, but he gave up four runs on seven hits. He was able to get seven strikeouts, but it's just the It's not the Walker Bueller that we're accustomed to seeing. So I think if we get a nice plus price at home, maybe you want to look towards the Giants.
0: Yeah, you mentioned. I mean, you know, we 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 see the name Walker Bueller, and we automatically think, "Hey, this guy's going to be really good," um, because it's Walker Bueller. But his recent form has not been very very good at all. I know overall his numbers against the. Giants over his career has been good, seven and one record with an ERA of two point five five. But his last start, dating back to last season in uh September fifth, he gave up six earned runs in just three innings. So this is going to be a fun series to watch. um I don't want to again, like you mentioned, I don't want to back Bueller here, especially in his recent form. I would lean towards the uh Gi- Giants here. I know their bats have not been doing very well either. So. um I just feel like that you know this might be a a series where their offense can break out a little bit, especially going up against your rival uh, in your division in the LA Dodgers. So lean here with the Giants again, depending on the number that it comes out, um, uh, we'll make a determination after that. But did you have uh, anything else for this game, Dylan?
1: No, that's all I had. Depending on the lines,
0: yeah. All right, before we get to our lock and dog of the night, let me tell you guys about Athletic Greens. Uh, With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you – a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And last but not least, we are also brought to you by Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without ad security... You might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prime guys. That's why we at SGPN use vanish VPN to make it easier to stay truly private on the Internet. IPVanish helps you safely safely browse the Internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off the yearly plan for our listeners. P. all right dylan it's time let's get into our lock and dog of the evening i will let you go first here my man what you got for the people for the friday games your lock and dog
1: all right trying to keep make it two in a row uh let's go my lock i'm gonna go padres minus one and a half at minus 110 you can't fade joe, joe musgrove right now i think he we see another similar outing he'll go six seven innings I think the Bats wake up for the Padres. I think we see like a 4-1, 4-0 win for the Padres at home. You kind of see a low-scoring game usually with him on the mound. So I'm going to take the Padres on the run line as my lock. And for my dog at a nice plus-130 price, I'm going to take the Guardians on the run line, minus one and a half. I like Tristan McKenzie. And... As much as I love uh, Paul Blackburn, I just don't trust the bats of the A's. I think even if he comes out and gives his A game, I I don't think he gets the support. So give me the Guardians on the run line at plus 130 as my dog.
0: (laughs) All right, I like it. For your dog again, sorry, for Dylan's lock, Padres minus minus one and a half on the run line with Joe Musgrove, and his dog is going to be the Guardians run line, minus one and a half, plus 130. Uh, Good luck on those, Dylan. Um, for my lock, I'm going to go in that same game that you talked about the guardians and the A's, but I'm going to take the under eight, uh, in that game. Um, again, Paul Blackburn has been great on the road so far this season for the Oakland A's and you know, their offense hasn't been doing very well. Tristan McKenzie, you mentioned it. He's been absolutely fantastic so far for the Cleveland guardians. I think that he can, uh, hold this Oakland A's team down that hasn't been doing very well offensively. So I'll take the under eight at minus minus one twenty as my lock. Um, for my dog, let's go with the Miami Marlins here, plus one thirty with Pablo Lopez on the mound. I think that this is a spot where they can come in, get the opening um game series win against the Houston Astros. We talked about the numbers with Pablo Lopez, who's been absolutely fantastic uh at home, at road, doesn't matter where it is. Luis Garcia has gotten into trouble at home at Minimade Park for the Houston Astros where he has an ERA of 4.18. And I think that this this is going to be a pitcher's duel for sure, but I feel like this could be a game where the Marlins offense can, you know, put up a couple runs, around three runs for the Marlins and Pablo Lopez shuts down this Houston Astros offense. It's a tall order, but I think Pablo Lopez is definitely the man to do it for the, um, uh, for the Miami Marlins. So I will take the Marlins as my dog on the plus 30 plus plus one thirty price. And I'm taking the under, in the A's and the Guardians game under eight uh, in that game between Paul Blackburn and Tristan McKenzie. That is going to do it for this edition of the MLB gambling podcast. Uh, Dylan, do you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we get out of here, my man?
1: No, it's just been exciting few days of baseball, and uh, I think Noah's been doing a great job with the college baseball over there. Uh, I just I haven't been really watching. I've just been blindly betting the overs. I've been seeing all these <laughs> uh, ten twenty eight to twelve games, and you know, just it's I don't even have to watch the game. It's nice to just wake up with some more money in your account.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent, Dylan. I'm uh, uh, sorry, Noah over there has been. Uh... He's been grinding, man. He's been trying to get on the MLB pod as well, doing the work for that. He's also been doing the college baseball over there with the uh, college experience. So uh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be here, here and there until the college baseball uh, tournament kind of winds down there. But again, we'll be back some form or fashion uh, tomorrow for the Saturday games. Uh, didn't let the people know where they can find you, man.
1: Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at Rock24 with two Ks. And also make sure you go follow the MLB Gambling Podcast at M O B S G P N.
0: SGPN. Yep. Make sure to give us a follow. If you haven't already left us a rating and a review, please, please, it helps us out. We are in that top 40. We want to keep going. So it's we can only do it with the help of you guys. So if you can, please send us a, a, a review in. Hopefully it's a good one, a five-star review. Uh, it's much appreciated. You can find me. You can find me. On Twitter, at SportsNerd824, and like Dylan mentioned, make sure to follow the MLB Gambling Podcast Twitter account. We put up a graphic every single day to get out our picks. Um, I know it's a rough start for some of us. Uh, I'm not going to say any names, <clears throat> me, but uh, hopefully uh, I can turn that around as we the season kind of progresses here. But uh, definitely appreciate all of you guys that listen to us and, and you know interact with us, whether it's in the Slack channel or on Twitter. Uh, like I said, we'll be back tomorrow for the Saturday games in some form or fashion. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.